focus small on my day-to-day or weekly routines and then have faith that if I focus small, the big will happen. And forget about the big, just focus small. Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. What's up, everybody? How you guys doing? Well, it is uh, Monday morning after Thanksgiving. I am grateful that uh, a few of you showed up. (laughs) I was a little concerned that everybody would still be sleepy from their turkey. So I'm glad you guys are here. Um, My intention for today is to get you guys rocking and rolling, really thinking about 2024. Um, So today we're going to talk a little bit about goal setting. And so I'm going to go through my entire process for how I set my goals every single year. And, um, you know, I'll start out by saying that what we're going to go over today is not the answer. It is an option for how you plan for the next year. And so um, I'd like to start by just kind of sharing really quickly how this became my strategy. So um, I've been in real estate since 2011. It would have been uh, the spring of 2011 is when I got into real estate. I was an unlicensed agent at the time. I was doing fix and flips. And uh, eventually got my license and then realized that, you know, it's a lot easier to make money in real estate as an agent than it is as a full-time investor. So I transitioned into that in really probably middle of 2014. And I spent the next like two to three years trying to figure out how to build my business out. And I was all over the place. I was scattered. I was doing this and then this and then this. I was you know, I actually did door knocking for about a year and a half. I knocked on over 30,000 doors, but I didn't have a solid strategy combined with that. Um, and so it was just a lot of things like that where I was kind of just throwing stuff at the wall to see what would stick and it wasn't working very well. And one day uh, I went out to a lunch with another lender. <laughs> so we all know we get invited to, to lots of lunches with lenders. I wasn't really super stoked, but it was a friend of a good friend of mine. So I said, sure. And we're sitting down to lunch and he showed me this thing called the greatness tracker. And so some of you might know the greatness tracker already. Uh, it's it. My understanding is that it was created by, um, the people that run the, um, oh, dang it. What is that program that they run with the lenders? Um, anybody want to unmute and fill me in so I don't have to try to remember this. (laughs) Um, if you know, chime in. But um, anyway, so he showed me this greatness tracker and it's just this super simple sheet and it obviously looked different than than this one that you see here, but it was similar to this. So um, I looked at it and I realized I was doing a bunch of stuff that wasn't really relevant to building my business. And so all of a sudden I, I looked at this list and I'm like, wow, this is really simple. I need to make phone calls. I need to do CMAs. I need to write my personal notes. I need to do one-to-ones. Okay, let's do that and track those few things and make sure that I'm doing those few things. 
And the reason that this was so transformational, there's really a couple of reasons. Number one, it simplified my business. I was no longer like, well, do I need to do this or this or that? No, I made a commitment at the end of the year that I'm going to do these things on a daily or weekly basis. I'm going to track them to make sure that I'm doing the things that I need to do. I'm going to make adjustments if I'm not doing the things that I know I should be doing. And I'm going to forget about the end game. So the problem for me was I was so focused on the end game, I got to get to 24 deals. That's the magic number for everybody, right? Two deals a month for whatever reason. That's the magic number. And that was the magic number for me. I got to get to 24 deals. And then the panic and the anxiety of not getting there or being behind or whatever was actually working counter to me getting to my goal. So what the Greatness Tracker allowed me to do is it allowed me to focus small, on my day-to-day or weekly routines and then have faith that if I focus small, the big will happen and forget about the big, just focus small. So I can't stress this enough how important focusing small is um, because it it just, it, it keeps us in line on a daily basis. The problem is if we put all of our time and energy into the big, it becomes overwhelming. It becomes daunting. It becomes counterproductive to actually meeting that goal. So today, um, so that's kind of where this came for me. And then eventually it led me to building out my goals in a way that just worked really well for me. And I've showed other people how to do this and it seems to work well for them. So that's what I'm going to share with you today is how to get, how to boil down our giant goal into a one-page piece of paper that we can track on a daily and weekly basis so that we can achieve our goals and not be worried about it, not be consumed with the the fear of whether it's going to happen or not. So, um, Autumn, is there a way for me to like share a document when we're, we're done here, like load up a document that's attached to this Yes. Or do people just email me? Or... And I'll get it attached to the show notes. Just email it to you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And when will that be attached to that? Um, usually it's next day. Okay, cool. So, um, so I'm going to go through all of this. And if any of you want the documents, just know. Oh, yes, the core. Thank you, Diane. Um, just know that... Uh, it'll be uploaded here. So, um, and also I'll just say this, if you have questions, like specific questions that we can't get to today, reach out to me directly. You can email me, you can call me. Um, and, uh, I'm happy to help however I can. So real quick, there's my, email and phone number if you want to reach out to me directly. So let's get started. So here's where I always start every single year. Um, So the first thing is I think about the words of the year. And I really start thinking about these probably in, I guess, usually late September into October is when I start thinking about these words. And the key to picking your words for the year are, number one, it should only be two three at the most, but I find that even if I have three, I only focus on two anyway. 
this year I have three. <laughs> so we'll see if I, I stick to all three. But um, so that's the first rule. Simplicity, simplicity, simplicity. Keep it simple. So like one year I had power was one of my words because I wanted to find my personal power. And it was funny how all of a sudden I was finding stuff that related that all year long. One year it was it was money. I want more money. And guess what? I made way more money. <laughs> so the things that we focus on become the things that we create for ourselves. So the words of the year are super important because what they do is they boil down the essence of what you want to create for yourself and they keep it as a focal point for you. So um, how do you create your words for the year? So what I usually do is I just kind of think to myself like, okay, what's really important to me this year? What do I, what do What's important to me on a deep level? What's going to be important for me to create this goal that I have for myself? And so for me this year, my goals that came up are focus, simplicity, and then balance. So the reason those are my words is because I know that if I'm going to hit my big goals, and I'll talk about those in just a second, I've got to be focused. If I'm going to be focused, I also have to simplify, trim the fat, not worry about things that I can't control, keep it simple, stay focused, and then balance is really important to me because I have, you know, I'll, I'll go back to my story about like, hey, I started doing this greatness tracker. My business nearly doubled every single year for six or seven consecutive years. It just took off, but there was a price. It was a beat down. I lost, you know, I didn't spend as much time with my family. I wasn't connected to my life like I wanted to be because I was not focused on that balance in my life. And so this year I've got a really big goal again and I don't want to lose myself in it. And so balance is a very important word for me. So when I start thinking, why am I off? What's going on? I can go back to my words and I have them written down right here next to my desk all year long. Last year was faith, abundance, and authenticity. Um, and this year I'll write them down and I'll put them right there. So when I'm a little off, I can look at my words and I can go, well, am I focused? Am I simplified? Am I balanced? And if I'm not, then it gives me a focal point. It gives me an opportunity to readjust. So that's the importance of the words of the year. So I always start with that. The next thing that I do is I set my big goals for the year. Um, there's a lot of classes out there on how to do this and all that kind of stuff. Obviously, we've only got another 20 minutes, so I have to kind of do the crash course on it. Um, but the biggest, most important factors, I believe, in setting our big goals is we have to keep them simple. So this year, I'll just share with you my goals. I want to grow my team to 525 agents. And number two, I want to accomplish the first goal while staying prioritized, staying balanced. That's it. That's it. So if your big goal for this year is 24 deals, then maybe you have one goal for 2024. So the biggest problem that I see with a lot of people, and I've even done this myself, is, no, I've got nine goals. I want to you know, spend this much time with my family, and I want to you know, achieve this many goals, and I want to do this, and I want to do that, and I want to da-da-da-da-da. And the problem is we end up doing a lot of things really crappy instead of doing one or two things really, really, really well. 
if if your objective is to achieve a goal, a big goal, make that your goal. And then as we break down those big goals into smaller goals, you'll see those other pieces slide into there, you know? So accomplish the first goal while staying balanced. Well, then how do I stay balanced? And then I can find solutions to that, you know, making sure I get off at four every day, making sure that I do my meditations every day, right? That's how I'm going to stay balanced. Those are those are aspects that feed into the bigger goal. And so everything that I do this year is either going to help me get to 525 or detract from me getting to 525. If it's helping me get there, I do more. If it's not, or it's detracting, I remove it. That's that focus piece. And so by getting clear on these components right here, um, that is going to uh, help me stay on track. Because without this focus, without it being really simple, we get lost in all the, oh, and I'm supposed to do that, and I'm supposed to do that, and it doesn't work very well. So... Um, one other document that I will upload for you guys to look at, I would highly, highly recommend doing this, um, is a sheet that looks kind of like this. I just happen to have one sitting right here, but it kind of looks like this. It's got eight categories in your life, relationships, money, career, service to the world, spirituality, mind, fun and entertainment, body and health. And uh, so if you go through those eight categories and just ask yourself the question, what do I want to create for the relationships in my life? It could be, you know, your marriage, it could be kids, it could be friends, whatever. What does that look like for you? So <clears throat> what I would recommend doing is, and, and this will take some time, but if you're serious about this, you'll put in the time just to be direct do it for one year's out, one year out, three years out, five years out, 10 years out. What do I want my relationships to look like in all of those different increments of time? Then do money, career, body and health and go through all of those. It takes time. I did this. It probably took me three hours, but it was worth every second of it because what it did is it helped me boil down my goals. That's how I got to the 525 and stay balanced. Because I went through this and I kind of looked for like, what are the common threads? What's really important to me? And then I said, oh, these are my goals. So, you know, oftentimes we set these goals where it's like, oh, I want 24 deals in a year and then everything's going to be unicorns and rainbows. That's, that's just not true. It's just not true. What do you really want? Set some goals around that. And then how does 24 deals impact what you really want? So going through this exercise hopefully will help flush some of that out so you can see how 24 deals in a year helps support you know, a healthy lifestyle for yourself. Because that's all why we got into real estate in the first place, right? It's create a healthy lifestyle. So how, how do we do that? that? That's where the goal should be. So I'll upload that document as well so you guys can go through that. And hopefully that will help flush out those ideas for one, two tops three big goals, tops. Um, I would say one or two if you can. Words of the year, same thing. If you can do one or two, great. Um, if you add a third, that's fine, but I think one or two is better. All right. Um, so the next thing, come on, 
The next thing is I have a list of questions to think about. So this is a time of year to reflect, you know, like look back and like what's working, what's not working. And and if we really spend the time to to reflect on ourselves and what we really want, the more clarity is that's going to come to us about what goals are important to us. And by the way, if the goals are important to us, we're much more likely to do them. Like this is always my favorite example. If I have to go to the bathroom really, really, really bad, I don't need Tony Robbins to give me a rah, rah, rah speech about why I should be motivated to go to the bathroom. I'm going to go to the bathroom because <laughs> it's important to me and I'm going to make that goal happen. Get out of my way. The same is true for our business. When we have that kind of enthusiasm for what we're doing, we will do it. So if your goals are not amping you up, maybe that's what's making it so you get to 60% of your goal, right? Like find something that amps you up, find your why, get after it. And so some of, excuse me, some of these questions might help you uh, kind of flush some of that out. So the first question is, if you were looking back three years from now, what would have to happen this year for me to look back at the past three years and be excited? So once again, I'll send these out to you. I know it's kind of wordy, but if you were looking back three years from now, what would you be doing right now that would get you excited? Um, then going back to your your goals, why? Why are these my goals, right? Well, these, these two goals that I set for myself, why are these my goals? <clears throat> the first thing they ask when they're trying to convict somebody of a crime is, what's the motive? Why did they do it? And if they can't come up with a motive, it's really hard to convict somebody because we don't do things without a reason. Nobody does, unless somebody like forces us to do it, right? Nobody's forcing you to, to build your business. Nobody's forcing you to do 24 deals this year or whatever it is. So why are you doing it? Why do you care? Why is it important to you? This might be the most important question that you answer. Third question, what are my biggest obstacles? What's going to get in my way? It could be people. It could be um, yourself, <laughs> right? Like, I don't want to make phone calls or whatever. Okay, fine. If you don't like to make phone calls, don't ignore that. Listen to it. You hate making cold calls. Stop it. There's other ways to build your business. So when we recognize that there, what the obstacles are, it's the awareness around the obstacles that gives us the ability to work around it. If I don't know there's a giant brick wall in front of me and I just keep slamming into it and I'm like, oh, I can't figure out why I can't move forward. Well, once I become aware that there's a brick wall, I have the opportunity to figure out, oh, can I climb it? Can I walk around it? Can I dig under it? The awareness around our obstacles is what gives us the ability to work around them. So we have to be honest with ourselves here. What are your obstacles? Self-imposed or otherwise. Then the next question is, how do I overcome those obstacles? So once we bring awareness to what's in the way, then we can start asking, okay, great. So I hate making cold calls. What's the workaround? Is there another way for me to build my business? Networking, door knocking, uh, sphere marketing, whatever it is. Maybe find a different solution that resonates with you so that you stick to it, so that your why is strong. 
Um, and then what are my biggest strengths? So yeah, we got to know the obstacles. Once again, we have to be honest with ourselves and recognize our strengths, whether they're internal or otherwise. What are we, what are we working with here? I'm really good at building relationships. I'm really good at talking to people. I'm an extrovert. So sphere marketing might be a really good option for me, but maybe not for you. So identify what your biggest strengths are, and then how do you accentuate those strengths? So now you kind of have a little bit of a game plan. It's kind of like, all right, this is what I'm good at. This is what it's in the way. All right, here's how I'm going to work around those. Here's how I'm going to accentuate this. Now we're already starting to build a picture of how we're going to make this thing happen. And the idea here is it starts to build a little bit of confidence. Like, oh, sh I can do this. Oh, huh, right on. I can make this happen. Then the self-talk begins to change, right? And we, and we, we become that confidence builds momentum. So, <clears throat> so we've gone through this now. Um, we've got our two goals our two big goals for the year. We've got our words for the year. We've answered these questions. We've gone through the, you know, the eight categories of our life and and done our one, three, five, and 10-year plan to kind of get the juices flowing. Um, now what we're going to do is we're going to break those big goals down into smaller goals. So I call them sub-goals or focal points. So um, let me just share this. I'm just going to share my screen with you guys real quick. I know some of you are driving, so you may not be able to see, but. So here's my goal sheet. Um, so here's my two top goals. Here's my words of the year. Here's my answers to these questions. And then I've got my sub goals or focal points. So I just break them down. Once again, simplicity is key. So. If you have 19 different goals, you're going to do all of them really bad. If you have three, four, then you can focus on them. Focal points. Um, I definitely wouldn't go more than four. Like this is the absolute max. So how am I going to get to 525 and stay balanced? Well, there's four different ways I'm going to do that. I'm going to support my team so that I can retention, right? Um, and make sure they're producing. Number two, I'm going to connect with other team leads in the you know, to try and bring them over. And here's a couple ways that I'll do that. I'm going to connect with individual agents and then I'm going to build balance in my life. There's no real descriptions here. It's just, okay, cool, bullet points. Here's what I'm going to do. Here's my focal points. Then what I do is I break out those focal points, sub goals. Here's sub goal one, here's sub goal two, sub goal three, and sub goal four. Now it's in this where I start adding all of those details that a lot of times we get bogged down in like, oh, well, uh, yeah, I've got to do, you know, so much time with my family and this and that. And blah, blah, blah. This is where we start to kind of bring in the smaller pieces. So the idea here with the sub goals is that they break things down into things that we can track. So we take this big idea, 525 agents while staying in balance, we break it down into four chunks and then we break those four chunks down into daily activities. And then we track our daily activities and we forget about the big goals. Like, yeah, it's still in the back of your mind, <clears throat> but we forget about having to produce that goal. We just focus small. So, um, so I won't go through all of this, but how do I support my team? I do these gatherings, um, you know, reinforce our mission, do weekly team meetings, whatever. So I've got all that stuff. How do I connect with team leads? Here's how I'm going to do that. 
Here's how I'm going to connect with individual agents. Here's how I'm going to find balance in my life. Okay? And so I go through these things here, and I break them down. Now, my greatness tracker, here's what's on my greatness tracker Tracker after I went through these four things, and I broke it down to the smaller pieces. So now, rather than 525 agents by the end of next year, I've got 20, by the way. This is a ridiculous goal. Very, like, I have anxiety around it, to be honest. And I'm doing a lot of work around that. And I'm feeling less and less anxiety as I as I dive into this stuff more. It's a big freaking goal. But I'm not going to focus on that. <clears throat> so here's what I'm doing. Number one, time. Uh, for those of you that follow Jay Shetty, time is uh, an acronym for thankful, inspirational, uh, meditation, and exercise. So every single day, I need to do a gratitude, listen, or read something inspirational, meditate, and exercise. So I check that off every day. That's important to me. I open up my day. Who do I need to call? What's my list of things that I need to do? I write it on my post-it notes so I'm organized, so I know what I can get done, hopefully before noon, with my most important things. Okay, review my goals. I need to review my goals at least once a week, every single week. That means I'm going to look at this 52 times or more next year. Why? Because it's so important to stay focused, stay aligned with what it is that we say we want when we're, when we just go, oh yeah, and you know, it's been five weeks, six weeks, five months since we've looked at our goals. And then we go back and look at them and we go, oh my gosh, I am, I am in left field. I'm way off base. We lose track of what it is that we said that we're supposed to do. This is what helps keep us focused right, is is looking at our goals. So I've got time, open day, review goals, referral asks. So I'm still calling my sphere. Every time I talk to them, they ask, how's business? Now, instead of me saying, hey, I would love a, a referral for a, a listing, I say, hey, I'm growing my team. If you know any real estate agents who are this, this, and this, please connect me with them. So I'm asking for referrals there. And I record how many referrals I ask for. I want 10 a week. Then I've got my calls to my sphere, at least 20 calls a week to my sphere, calls to agent, at least 10, calls to my team, five a week, one-to-one uh, -one with agents, uh, at least two a week, one-to-ones with people in my sphere, at least one a week, adding agents to my database, that one I, I tracked, but I don't really have a set number on it, um, classes taught, I'd like to teach at least one class every other week. Um, and then close out my day, make sure I answered all my phone calls, text messages, emails, prepare for the next day, and then clock out at four. So all of that work, all of that stuff that you see on here ultimately boils down to these like 10 or 12 things. And then I just focus on these 10 or 12 things. So we've only got three minutes here. So um, one other thing that I'll go through, you see this daily schedule here and I break it down Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. This is so important, and I got away from this over the last couple of years. I actually got away from all of this the last couple of years because I wasn't quite sure the direction that I was going, um, and it showed. My business suffered. I didn't have a whole lot of direction. It was kind of like I was feeling a little lost for a little while, so I am so pumped to be back on track with this, and I guarantee you this year is going to be amazing because I'm clear and I'm focused on what it is that's important to me. Um, and so what I did then is I go back and I set my Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday schedule so that I can hold myself accountable. Because listen, Monday is my catch-up day. 
It's my day where I don't have any appointments. I write my email for the week. I, you know, do like that kind of stuff. Like I call it getting ahead of the week. I'll make phone calls, that kind of stuff. Tuesday morning, um, before 11, I'm not going to plan anything. Like right now, I've got a thing that I'm teaching on Tuesday mornings. I'm going to get rid of that once that's done and I'm leaving Tuesday mornings open again. So what that does is it allows me all day Monday and all Tuesday morning to get ahead of the week. So important to get ahead of the week. I've got most of my phone calls done by Tuesday afternoon. Like by Wednesday, I've got one-to-ones. I've got people pulling me in different directions. I might have showings, all that kind of stuff. Well, all my stuff is done because I got ahead of the week. Monday and Tuesday are so important in terms of getting ahead of the week. So what I've done is I've gone through and said, okay, here's the things that I'm allowed to do on each of these days. I put nothing before 1030. I'm, I'm changing that to 11. So, um, so what this does is it's like, hey, somebody says, let's go out to coffee. And it's not, I'm not wondering, okay, what days can I do it? Oh, I guess I could cram it in there on Monday, even though our gut is saying, oh, I know I'm not supposed to be doing that, but I do it anyway. No. Like, know what your schedule is day to day to day, and then say, hey, I've got time on Thursday at this time. If that doesn't work, we can look at next week. But hold yourself accountable on these daily actions, and then you're going to get ahead of your week, and next thing you know, you're going to have these weeks stacked up where it's like, did it, did it, did it, did it, did it, did it. Six months down the line, you stay consistent with it, your business will explode. Guaranteed. Um, And if it doesn't, you can call me and yell at me. (laughs) But I'm very confident that it will definitely explode. Um, So we've got a minute left. Um, Any questions or thoughts before we wrap up? I know that was a lot in a short period of time. Dan, I have a question. Yeah. This is Pete. Um, I I saw your schedule Monday through Friday. What what about the weekends? I didn't see Saturday, Sunday. I may have missed that. Yeah, you know, and and maybe I do need to do that. I've I've never really done it. Um, the weekends are just so chaotic in terms of like kids' sports and stuff like that. So my kind of overarching goal on the weekends is to have as much free time as possible to be with my kids. Okay. Um, and, uh, and then I'll do the things that I have to do in terms of work. And that's about it. Okay. Got it. Thank you. Yeah. Maybe I should write that out just so that it's, so it's structured, right? It's like a contract to myself. Right. I mean, most of us, when it's busy season, at least me, I end up working on, you know, at least one day on the weekend. Right. Yeah. Yeah, me me too. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. Any other questions? All right. Sweet. Well, I appreciate you guys being here after a, a long weekend. Um, enjoy your week. And uh, yeah, thanks for being here. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.